Sometimes you just need to breathe, folks. Welcome to Outside Perspective with me, Adam. All right. This episode is the only episode you have to listen to my shitty-ass raspy voice for the entire time, so I'm sorry about that. But, again, another amazing guest. I have Stu Beef on the podcast, and we kind of go a little bit of uh, here, a little bit of there. Uh, We talk a lot about training and health. Uh, Stu is a trainer, and more importantly, he is, he won't call himself this, but eh, maybe it's not more importantly, but he's also an entrepreneur. Um, you know, he has a couple business partners, and they have one of the best facilities, um, arguably the best facility. Well, there's a ton of facilities. I haven't been to them. I don't fucking know, but he has a fantastic fucking facility. It's called Output Performance, and they're doing some fantastic things there. Some of the best of the best are training there, and for good reason. These guys know their stuff, and um, it's it's evident that uh, you know they have a mission, and they're they're you know they're well on their way uh, to fulfilling that. So we had a great conversation. Uh, again, he's another guy I would like to have back on the podcast because. There's just a lot of things that we could have touched on. I didn't want to dive. Uh, I didn't really want to pry. Uh, you'll hear on the podcast we talk. Uh, well, Stu will mention a little bit about some of his past uh, with uh, with addiction and how he's sober for two years now, which is fantastic. And um, I didn't want to, like, dive in. I didn't want to, like, pry into that but because um, you don't know how sensitive it's going to be with somebody. But I think, you know, maybe in the future – we could have another podcast, and uh, we could talk about some other things. So I uh, hopefully we will make that happen for you guys at some point. But um, I think you're really going to enjoy this one. Uh, I know I sure did. So here we go. But before we do, remember, if you want to help a brother out, do me a favor. Like, share, subscribe, leave a review. I appreciate it all. Artist, if you make music, everybody send that to us, Adam at imposedwill.com, and we will get it featured on the podcast. Enjoy. All right, and we are going. Stew Beef. I said that right. Yes. Didn't I? Yep. Cool, dude. How are you, man? I'm doing well, man. It's uh, It's good to be on the podcast here been uh listening to the last couple episodes uh i'm excited to be here man yeah dude i'm so pumped to have you on because um you know we met a little over a year ago now at that networking event mm-hmm. i think we just is that the only time you've been to that have you been yeah back? no that was the only time i went i wanted to go see sean yeah did um, i haven't been yep. back either no i haven't haven't been back uh but he you know he's somebody that in- interests me so i wanted to go see and then i remember when we were there we chatted for probably 20 minutes afterwards and i was super intrigued by you yeah you know i was like man this dude's got something you know like like minds think you know yeah dude i was just super pumped to uh be able to connect with you there because um like you always hope to kind of go to those things and, and maybe you meet somebody there that is kind of on the same like frequency as mm-hmm. you you know but um maybe not but it was super cool like and we didn't start talking anything until like the very end yeah exactly. um, yeah the guy who told me i should talk to you he um Man, he had like the suit, and then like I met him later on after that, and he was uh-huh. trying to like sell me on like one of those fucking like supplement. Oh yeah, things. yeah, yeah. 
I was like, no, dude. No. But at least he told me to go your way. Yeah. So it was super <laughs> cool. Yeah, I really enjoyed talking yeah. to you. Definitely. Um, yeah, so fucking like we were in that situation. We saw Sean. What did you think of that talk? Dude, I'm just a huge fan of his. Yeah. You know, I think, uh, you know, his, his approach, well, I love his podcast, but his approach to uh, nutrition, I think, is right on. Yeah. Um, it's, it's kind of like, well, like, so, like, when I think about nutrition, like, I'm a huge believer, like, you got to figure out, like, what works for you. Yeah. You know, there's something I, you know, I talk to my clients all the time about. It's like, you know, some people, you know, do really well with, like, keto. Like, mm-hmm. I'm somebody who, I like a low-carb diet. Um, and I see results that way, but then there's other people that, you know, are, are need carbs, have yeah. to, have to, have to, you know, have the carbs and like, it, it depends on like athlete or if weight loss or whatever. Right. So, yeah, especially with those athletes, um, like they definitely like a ketogenic diet, like when you're training super hard like that, like you're going to need some carbohydrate need to yeah. fuel that fuel that like Joe's training sessions. Yep. So, I mean, that may not be ideal. Yeah, an individualized approach is definitely the better way to go. The problem is, I've, I've noticed, is that everybody wants just to be told what to do. I like, know. Do you experience I know. that? All the time, dude. That's like that's one of my big, biggest frustrations with like with clients. And, and I work with, um, you know, I work with some high-level athletes. I work with some high school athletes. And I work with a lot of just, you know, general pop, you know, 22 to 60 years old, yeah. you know, weight loss or even weight gain clients. At the whole spectrum. Um, and, every, you know, everybody wants that, like, the answer and I w- and like one of my things is there's no answer like None. you you and you got to figure it out for yourself mm-hmm. like I've gone like I feel like my body flux my wife always gets mad at me because I'm constantly buying new clothes because my body's constantly changing because I'm experimenting with different you know different diets and stuff but you have to find out what works for you yeah so I mean everybody's different and experiment like if you're trying to lose a bunch of weight and it's not working try something different right you know what I mean or if you're trying to gain weight and it's not working try something different right because um, everybody everybody's bodies uh, reacts you know different ways to different types of diets or different types of nutrition plans you got to figure out what works for you yeah it's like they just want to be told well tell me what to eat right and it's like well man i can tell you what i eat but yeah. it may not work for you exactly dude and <laughs> that's so true like it, like you got to like be in tune with your body it's, right. it's like as hippie as it sounds like you got to start like just kind of being more conscious and aware yep. And just get in touch with your body. Like, yeah, and, and I think intuitively, to it. intuitively as human beings, like we know, like okay, chicken and vegetables is good, pizza, burgers, and ice cream is bad. Like yeah. you, you, you intuitively know. Like so, people are always like, well, you know, what do I eat? Well, I'm like, well, uh, vegetables, real food. lean meats, real food, pl- you know, plant based stuff. Like that's that's good food. Yeah, pizza, French fries, burgers, ice cream, like. That's not. It's not good stuff. Right. Well, the problem is, and I'll, I'll probably say that like a thousand times this podcast. Yeah. So I'm I'm I've, I'm working on this contract right now, and um, I'm in this office, and I I watch these people, and um, like they're just always looking for like what's easy, and yep. and and they're, and to their credit, I feel like there's a lot of like misinformation, and mm-hmm. they and for just decades, people are just taught the wrong thing. Yeah. So it's not necessarily their fault, but they're always looking for the easy thing, like the fucking they'll go for the frozen dinner because yep. it's a smart one yep. or something. Or, you know, you're on Weight Watchers. Oh, this is a point or this isn't the yep. point. It's just like, well, what's the nutritional value yeah. there? Or you look at like the the juice cleanses. Oh, That's God. big right now, dude. I've got I've got some clients right now that that are doing this these like juice cleanses. And I'm like, you know, and they're like, well, what do you think about this? And like. And this is something I struggle with as a trainer sometimes is like just giving it to them like straight and all. Yeah. not like because I have a lot of empathy for people. Like I understand like 
they're looking for the easy thing. And it's like, okay, here's this juice cleanse. You're going to do it for a week. Here's everything you need. Don't eat. Just drink this juice. Yeah. And it's like that probably isn't going to work. Or it's not sustainable. It's like that whole the Whole30 diet. I know like my wife has a bunch of friends that have done the Whole30 and they've seen results in, in 30 days because, yeah, that there's some good stuff in there. Yeah. But – then they gain it all back the next month because they're off the whole 30 and it's like, okay, back to, you know, whatever pizza and burgers and stuff. Mm-hmm. And it's like, well, you got to find something sustainable. Yeah. So it seems to be like a lot of the times the approach is like they're, they're trying to get to an end destination yeah. as opposed to like starting with like the idea of like, all right, well, this is just life now. Like this is right. just how I'm eating. Yep. This is just how it is. It's, and it's then a, trying to figure out what works. Exactly, for them. dude. It's a, it's a lifestyle. Yeah. It is a lifestyle. Yeah, and it, it really starts with, like, your mindset going into it. Mm-hmm. So how do you like to address that, like, with your clients? Yeah, so, I mean, because I, it, it comes up all the time because I tell my clients, you know, and especially, like, if we're talking about, like, a weight loss client, like somebody who or, – or somebody who's just trying to get fit who, you know, might be, like, a middle-aged person. Um, I'll, I'll tell them, listen, you got to find out what works for you. Mm-hmm. And you got and – and, and take direct inventory of everything you're putting in into your body on a given day. I don't think people realize, like um, – you, there are so many uh, empty calories that you're eating that you don't even think about. Yes. Like, so let's say somebody's cooking dinner, you know, Th- you know, let's say I'll have somebody like log their dinner or, or log their day's worth of, uh, f- you know, activities food wise. Mm-hmm. And they're cooking dinner and they're not realizing like I'm eating these chips and guac and they're not counting that. But then there, that's tons of like extra carbs, extra calories going into their body that they're not even like thinking about or like. You know, okay, I'm eating this like lean meat and vegetables, but it's doused in, you know, ranch dressing or something. Right. Like, there's so many, like, you have to take inventory of like ex- everything that is going in your body. Yeah. And like, or drinks, like soda. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? People, there's so many like empty calories that people are putting in, they don't even like think about. Right. Yeah. People drink a lot of calories. Everybody wants to overestimate like how much they actually do, mm-hmm. and they always underestimate how much they eat. Right. It's, it's just, <laughs> it's unbelievable. Yeah. I know. And, and like, I try to have like empathy for it. And like, like, j- just kind of maybe going off topic just a little bit. Like, I was at the Cardinal game on Friday night, mm-hmm. and there was this woman, you know, sitting at the row in front and a couple seats over. And, I mean, she was m- melting into two different seats. Yeah. And she's eating, you know, she's drinking a, a huge soda, and she's got nachos, and she got hot dogs. And I'm just, like, looking at her, and I was, like, turning to my buddies. I'm like, like, what are you doing? Yeah. Like, f- like are you happy? Like, they can't be. I know, and, and I try. Like, man, it's a it's a hard it's hard for me sometimes because, like, you know, I, I do I, I like to be a person that sh- you know shows empathy, but like, it's hard sometimes. I see that person. I'm like, there's a reason, you know, not to be like cruel right now, but like, there's a reason you look like that. You're eating, you're drinking all that soda, you're eating that hot dog and those nachos over and over and over. Yeah. Um. Or like, I'll be like driving to the gym to work at like you know I get there at four forty five. It'll be like four thirty. I'll drive past the McDonald's, and the McDonald's drive-through is like out the door. Yeah, I'm around the corner. I'm like, you people are on your way. It's like Monday morning. I'm like, that is not how you start your right. week. Yeah, you know? I get frustrated with that too. And I'm just like, I'm like, why are you doing that? And I, I was, I was thinking about that one day. I'm like, I was like, I wonder if it's just. I'm just like, I just want people to like feel as good as they possibly can, mm-hmm. like how I know how good they can mm-hmm. feel. And I always tell people, I'm like, you don't know how good you can feel until you feel it because yeah. you don't know how bad you're feeling right now. Like right. you think you're fine, but the body is so adaptive yep. and it will find a way to cope and make it work. Yep. So it's like you think you're fine, 
until until like you're just not. Well, they're used to ingesting the bad foods. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like so, f- for for instance, for me, like I am super clean throughout the week. Like I'm, you know, like I know exactly what's going to my body, and I'm mm-hmm. super clean. And then like sometimes on Saturday nights, the wife and I'll go get pizza or we'll get something unhealthy. Dude, I know it the next day. Like I am messed up. Like yeah. I'm like, oh, those pizzas look so good. You uh, oh, I know. Dude. Yeah, <laughs> I you, gotta you, go need, there. you need loafers, dude. It's unreal. I gotta check it out, dude. <laughs> yeah. oh. It's so good. But yeah, it's it's like I feel like for people that you know they're constantly eating those bad foods, they don't you know they might not f- you know feel the effects of it. But when you get on like a when you when you're uh, when you get you know eating right and then yeah. you have that bad that bad meal, you you realize and like you feel oh it. you know you and, and it shows like how bad that food is for you. Yeah. Or like they they've done that thing with like a McDonald's. I don't know how how recent this study was, but they did that thing where they. They took like a McDonald's burger and they just let it out, set it out on a plate, yeah. and they let it there for like a month, and yeah. it was like looked the same. Like this it's is like, not food. That's not food. That's what, and that's what's in your body, just sitting there. Yeah, it's like you're Ugh. just eating plastic and right. chemicals. And right. I'm, I'm sure they've. I'm, I hope they've changed now, yeah. but <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure they've done something different. But mm-hmm. yeah, man, it's just it's just crazy the things that uh, people what what people think is food yeah it's just like no that's not food like let's shop the perimeter like I, i'm yeah. amazed by how many people like don't know how to read labels and yep. like, they don't know how to actually shop yeah yeah and like i know we, we kind of got off on a, a little bit of a we we're kind of ranting on some people there but like it is it is hard that's like we're here for it, it it's hard you know what i mean yeah. like you, you don't know what you don't, you don't know, what know, to know you know you mm-hmm. don't know what to believe and you don't know what you don't know and I, like you said, people are kind of looking for that easy way, and that's why these, you know, these wraps company, the wrap companies, oh, you know, yeah. where they like these girls think they're gonna lose a bunch of weight and look good by wrapping their bellies and yeah. whatever that crap We're always is. Always looking for the easy, easy the next way, thing. yeah. Where it's like, the 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 best is always just okay, eat real foods, okay, and get a little bit of exercise. It's yeah. as simple as that. Yeah, get some movement. You know I mean? Yep. You know what I mean? Get some sunlight. Get some air. Yep. It's and that, that I, I just posted on Instagram, I think, uh, on a story or a post the other day. It was like the most underrated talking about like an athlete, like the most underrated recovery tool or just a normal human being is sleep and sunlight. It's so underrated. You oh know man. I mean? yeah. Like if you can get eight hours of seven, eight hours of sleep a night, get a little exposure to sunlight, move a little bit and, and have it you know, eat some real foods, I mean, you don't need anything else. Oh man, it's just yeah, it's as simple as that. Mm-hmm. Uh talking about sleep going back to sean stevenson dude yeah. like that kind of opened my eyes to how important sleep is mm-hmm. and then just having done other research since then um there's a couple other like great books on sleep mm-hmm. um they're my they're on my my uh my queue on, uh-huh. on audio yeah, yeah, yeah on audible rather but um like just prior prioritizing that alone mm-hmm. will just change so many things right it's amazing and it's a mindset like you like you said earlier it's a mindset it's a lifestyle you c- like and, and you know, kind of going back to what you know how I talk to my clients, um, it, it's important to understand that. Like, mm-hmm. listen, this isn't like, you know, we're not doing this for one week. We're not doing this for this isn't a thirty day, you know, right. cleanse or whatever you know whatever those things are. This is lifestyle. If you want to see real change mm-hmm. and have a real impact on your body and like how you feel in your life, yeah, it's you gotta it, you gotta be in it to win it. Right, and it gets easier and easier. It's hard. Like, trust me. Like, I know. You know, I, I have family that, you know, eats like that, Absolutely. Like, that, that are that are super unhealthy. Um, and, and it's hard. And like oh, I yeah. said, you don't know what you don't know. Um, and it takes time. Mm-hmm. It takes, uh, you know, you got to kind of, it's almost like getting into a rhythm. Yeah. Like, 
you know, meal prepping on Sundays or having, having a plan and, and, and again, experimenting with, with different foods, what makes you healthy right. um, or what makes you feel good. Right. Yeah. F- figure out what you like, what you don't like. Go yep. experiment, try new things. Um, I always feel like I talk to people and, um, like they'll want me to like give them like meals mm-hmm. and I'm just like, dude, I don't know what you like to eat. Like yeah. I can give you some ideas. And like, um, I heard this analogy one time, like there's chefs and then there's, there's like cooks yeah like a cook wants to have like all the measurements they need to know mm-hmm. step by step how to make this They're like a baker you know they need right. a recipe and then a chef which is kind of the way i operate like i don't measure anything out dude i'm just like oh this looks good like here we go this yep. is enough like that's <laughs> yeah that'll be good mm-hmm. and then um but like so i took on a um i took on a fighter um i was working with him on uh on his last uh camp with his nutrition helping him with his weight cut just make sure he feels better um, so that way, you know, just make the weight cut easier. He's never missed weight, but we wanted to make it easier. And then when he performs, he's just feeling better. Mm-hmm. And um, when we were kind of, when I first sat down with him, we were talking. He was like, all right, well, I want you to tell me, like, what to eat and, like, tell me how much of it to eat. And this, I'm like, look, man, I go, I'm not going to do that. Like, there are people who will, and that would be great. Like, you can go to those people, but, like, I'm going to tell you, like, what's, like, what kind of foods to eat. And then we're gonna like you're gonna have to listen to your body and like figure it out and like we'll like we'll dial some things in along the way but like this isn't like a static thing like this yeah. is a living plan like we'll talk and we'll we'll make adjustments as we go and we'll yeah. figure it out but I'm like, not gonna write down like okay you're gonna eat four ounces of chicken yep and and a half a cup two, of bro- yeah, yeah two apples and a half a cup of broccoli or whatever no this is like you gotta figure out kind of what works for you right and like and and, and, and what's sustainable right you know what I mean like. Can you really go through your life like measuring out every single thing? Maybe you can't. I'm I'm not like that. Like I need to yeah. kind of just go by almost like the seat of my pants. Yeah. Um. Like here we go. I'm gonna have you know a little bit of this beef. Um. I'm gonna have some broccoli. I'm not measuring exactly. Yeah. Um. And and, and like kind of going back to what you were saying, it's a sim- sim- similar with with exercise. Right. You know, I'll get uh like I'll get a DM and it's like you know from like you know I I train a lot of uh, baseball players. I train some some pro baseball players. And then they've shouted me on Instagram, so I've gotten some following from, like, middle school or high school uh, baseball players. Yeah. And they're like, give me one exercise uh, that I should do to help baseball. And I'm like, well, what do you mean? Like, I've never seen you move. I have no idea what you're capable of. Like, there's no one. Like, I, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, you got to yeah. – like, again, you got to figure out kind of, like, what works for you. And that's one of the things that the first thing I do when I'm training a client, athlete or client, you know, it's talking. Like, that first week, like, I – probably not going to have a plan. I don't have a plan for you. My no. plan is to figure out what, what's going to, wh- how are we going to get to, you know, figure out what works for you right. and what you enjoy. Right. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah there, there's athletes that you'll train that, um, they need to do some certain, there, there needs to be some cer- certain things that are involved. Yeah. Um, but like when you're talking about like a GPP client, like a 22 to 60, 70 year old person, like find out what works for them. Right. Do they hate hopping on a bike and doing 30 second intervals on the assault bike? Okay. Then, Let's try to find something else that's you know maybe gives them a similar right. um, stimulus that's not the the bike. Right? Do they absolutely love the concept two rower? Okay, let's probably program a lot more of that stuff in there. They're going to enjoy that more. They're going to get more out of it. Right? Yeah. Yeah. And then maybe sneak in some of those other things that they need. Yeah. But uh, yeah, you, there's there's just there's no one size mm-hmm. fits all nope. method for. And everybody everybody's different. Yeah. Everybody's different. Yeah. I mean, you gotta you gotta assess them, figure out like what are their imbalances, like what right. do we need to 
to address to improve, mm-hmm. and then and then kind of while we're addressing those, obviously try to work towards the other goals that they have as well. Right. But it's like some sometimes we got to like take a step back and we got to we have to address these things first. Right. Because we can't get you there if, unless we do this. Right. That's why I like and I, it takes time. Yeah, like the online programming thing, like. You see a lot of these guys like throwing these programs out, and it's like, oh, you got to be careful with that because like you, you don't know who's looking at that program or who, right. who's gonna who like you don't know what they're capable of. Like you might have, you know, goblet squats in there, but you know that person probably should have their heels elevated when they do a squat because they have zero mobility in their ankles. Yeah, you know what I mean. So it's like I, I, I always get like worried. Like you know, I'll get like my uncle will email me. He'll be like, hey, well, you know, I'm gonna lose ten pounds. What what do I do? And I'm like, well, <sighs> goblet squats would be good, but. I've never seen you move or squat. Like, yeah. you know, if like, so like an online program, it's like, I need to see a person move. Like just come into the gym like one time and you see you move before yeah. you can like, you know, like write a program for somebody or write it or, or like, uh, give, give a protocol, like an exercise protocol for somebody. What do you think about doing like the assessments? Like, like via, um, like Skype or something? Uh, it's it, fine. You know, you need to see, like seeing a person move. Like yeah. I've, I've personally never done that, but like, I'd much rather do that than than just write a program blind for somebody. Yeah, I would agree. I feel like it would be kind of difficult to to get all the angles that you need. Yeah, but I mean, people are doing it. Yeah, like like, like I've got like when I think about like an a, an athlete that I'll train or like a like a general pop person that I'll train. Like I have some exercises that I I want to incorporate that I think are like some of my go tos. Mm-hmm. But if I've never seen that person move, like they might not be capable of that. Or yeah. like, like for instance, I started training this like fourteen-year-old uh, kid the other day. He's super awkward right now. He's like going through puberty. He's like, he's probably like five. He's fourteen. He's probably five eleven, maybe six feet. Um, super skinny and just has an awkward squat. Oh, yeah. So like, I saw him like doing an air squat. I'm like, okay. So we're, I, I wanted to program goblet squat for him. So I just stuck a couple plates under his heels. Yeah. So his heels were elevated, and, and he was able to get into like a much better position. Right. But like, if I'd never seen that kid you know, yeah. in person and move, I would have never been able to do that. Like, that's why you, you get like a DM, like, give me an exercise to do. Well, gobble squat's good, but like, do your yeah. heels, need to be, heel, heels need to be elevated? Yeah, so. like, do you have that ankle mobility? Right. That's one thing I'm struggling with right now is my ankle mobility. Yeah. I'm, I'm working on it, It's man. tough, man. It's a tough one. Oh, man. yeah. It's a tough one. Like, like I think, like, wearing, like, like you know, heel, heel like, shoes, like, Olympic lifting shoes. Yeah. Um, or, you know, powerlifting shoes, or just sticking some plates underneath your, uh, yeah. um, underneath your heels. Yeah, a lot of times I'll put you into a much better position. Yeah, yeah. So I, I feel like that's a good way to, uh, to kind of, uh, to kind of like fix that, like in the meantime. Yeah. But like, I'm just, I'm always like barefoot now. Like I'm just yeah. trying to like just build that. That's good, build, dude. Mobility, yeah, yeah. Man. Going barefoot, dude. That'll test your, uh, that'll test your ankle and hip mobility for sure. All the time. Well, I first started doing barefoot training um, in like 2000, and I think it was 2010. I got some Vibrams. Uh-huh. So I was like, I was walking around those and I've done some trail running on those and stuff like that. And then also just like being in jujitsu, I've done that for nine years, like in fighting and whatnot, always barefoot, Yep. always barefoot mm-hmm. doing that. Um, so like, I feel like my, my feet are really strong, yep. but like I've definitely like just kind of being in that constant elevated state from shoes yep. has just really hindered my ankle mobility. Yeah. You go, you, you, uh, you do an air squat and like with your heels elevated and like lifter shoes and then you go take those shoes off and you do them bare, barefoot you'll notice a huge yeah. difference yeah yeah i'm a big fan of uh barefoot training definitely yeah i kind of build those feet i feel like shoes and, and not everybody would maybe agree but i feel like shoes are like a, it's like a it's like having a cast on your foot like you kind of yeah. prevent your foot from fully spreading out yep. and like gripping the ground and like building those muscles in your foot so eventually it just becomes weak 100 percent. especially with women like i was um uh it's like i was uh 
comparing it the other day to uh, like Chinese foot binding. Uh-huh. Not that extreme, but like women are always in high heels, yeah. extreme elevation, all this pressure like on their knee, their their calves are constantly flexed. Um, it's just it's just like not good. Yeah. And then their foots are like just crammed together, like toes are like in these pointed shoes. Yeah. It's just a recipe for disaster. Yeah, I forget where I, wh- it was either a podcast or I, f- I read this somewhere. Somebody who 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 I respect in the in the industry. I forget. I wish I could remember where. But he talks about how he walks around barefoot. Like he'll take his dog for a walk barefoot every day for like a ten minute walk, yeah. just so he can like because there's so many like. Uh, nerves on the bottom of your feet yeah. that aren't activated because like like even these shoes i'm wearing these like these adidas cloud shoes right now like these things are so good it literally feels like i'm like, walking on a cloud yeah so, so like so none sad. of those nerves are, are mm-hmm. getting activated but this dude i forget who it was i wish i could remember who it was but he wa- he takes his dog for like a 10 minute walk every day and he goes barefoot like walking on the sidewalk like yeah. rocks like you're 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 mm-hmm. activating all those uh yep. those nerves and those feelings yeah, um, I do that every day too. Do you? Every yeah. day I oh, go for a good. walk every day like barefoot. Yeah, dude, I did it. I did it I, after I heard that, wherever I heard that, I, I did it for like a couple of days and I was like, all right, I can't do this Can't anymore. do it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, my feet have gotten a lot tougher and they've gotten stronger. Um, I honestly, I feel I feel better just with the grounding aspect of mm-hmm. it. Um, just kind of discharging like kind of all that, like that energy like within me. And then like you get those free electrons from like the earth and like it just definitely calms you. Yeah. I feel it. I feel it for sure. Hundred percent. Cool, man. Well, it's been a lot of good rambling right now, yeah. but let's let's back up for like half a second. Yep. Um, and let's just tell the folks a little bit, I guess, about you mm-hmm. and like your background and like kind of what's your story like. Definitely. Where like you know where did you start at and what got you yeah, into? Yeah. So so I I really started to get into into strength and conditioning um probably seven or eight years ago. So I played uh I played uh, college baseball. And then after after college, I played uh, independent baseball out in Yuma, Arizona, for like two months. Um, got cut after two months. Thought I, I, you know, growing up, I was I was going to be a major league baseball player. Just hundred percent knew it. That mm. was what we were we were destined to be. Yeah. Um, and I'd always kind of been to work into working out and fitness because I knew that was a big part of it. Right. Um, getting to the big leagues. Um, graduated college, went and played two months, and just did terrible. Yeah. At the lowest of lows, Bro. like pro baseball, and realized, okay, we're not. And I was 22. I was like, we're not going to get to the big leagues. Yeah. So then I kind of had to figure out, okay, what am I going to do with my life? Um, obviously, it always been into strength conditioning. I've always been somebody that's I'm not like, you know, growing up, I had, like a lot of my friends, I was always kind of different. Like a lot of my friends were getting like internships in college with these, you know, big co- like corporate America. And I was playing, you know, independent baseball or playing like summer baseball. And I remember like having conversations with my friends being like, uh, aren't you going to get an internship? No, man, I'm playing baseball this summer, you know, and being like yeah. 21. They're like, well, what's that going to do? It's like, and then uh, almost like me being confused, like, well, because I want to be a major league baseball player, man. You know, and I always, I look back on those experiences like that. That's what ultimately got me to where I am today is um, having gone through all that. Yeah. But I've, I feel like I've always been kind of different like i've i was never going to be somebody who's sitting behind a desk mm-hmm. like you know doing a nine to five i've always been different um so after baseball ended i was i was i needed to figure out like what am i going to do um so i got i got a uh i, I started training at this gym um i don't want to talk about it right now what what gym that was because we've had we've had a falling out since then with okay. me and that guy um, was it like a was it like a private? You it was it was, it was a, like yeah a, it was a it was a private facility, kind of similar to what we what I do at Output. Okay. Um, private facility. 
Um, started just training there, was just in love with the, the kind of training. Yeah. You know, it was very, like, you know, kind of high intensity, a lot of, like, mind work, like, you know, hard workouts, kind of CrossFit-ish. Not CrossFit, but, like, that type of thing where you're pushing, 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 trying to find, like, you know, the line of, like, what you think you can do and then trying to cross that line. Right. And I just fell in love with that. I fell in love with that kind of training. Um, ended up doing an internship with him for, like, probably two months. Learned a lot. Um, and then started training. I tra- my first client was my – I trained my best friend, my brother, and my dad. I had three clients. Um, and I trained I trained my best friend. It was at 6 in the morning, and I trained my brother at 10 a.m. And I remember I just sat at the gym and hung out for four hours in between those clients. Yeah. Uh, which was kind of weird, but like, and now looking back on it, I was like, shit, man, I, it's a lot. I, I know that's just, that's tough. Um, but yeah, I started out and then ended up moving. I've been to like, two, I, I ended up working at like two or three different gyms over the last eight years until we got an opportunity. Um, actually we're coming up on a year that we opened mm-hmm. output. Um, we were, we were actually in a, inside of a baseball training facility and the baseball training facility was expanding and they were looking to, for someone to come in and, and run a gym inside of there own it it's a totally separate you know separate business separate entity and uh i saw that facebook and i I reached out to him um and the next thing you know we were we were in business 4200 square feet that's awesome um facebook message you saw it yeah i i I acted you know and and there was there were some circumstances that happened like two years ago when i first saw that that it was just kind of like it was destined yeah you know what i mean i saw that and i was like whoo and i've i've been lucky enough partner um, CJ, CJ Young, I, I think you follow him on, uh, yeah, on yeah. Instagram. Yeah, and then we've got one, you know, Paul, um, he's kind of our, uh, like marketing and, and helps with the business stuff. Yeah. Um, but we, we got, we got a great team and then we've had a, we have a great team of, you know, independent contractors. We've, we've just kind of grown over the last year. Mm-hmm. Um, we started with two and then now I think we're up to like seven or eight people are, are training, uh, clients at output right now yeah, as, as, awesome. as independent contractors. Oh, nice. I know one of our, our when we started about a year ago, one of our six month goals was to have um, like two or three employees, and we we have we don't have any employees right now, but we have like eight uh, independent contractors, yeah. which kind of has been served as yeah. kind of our employees. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, you're still like building a team, right? Building a team, and like all these independent contractors, like we're we're close, like we're you know it's a team. Um, you know, I, I I I'm not their boss, like. You know, they know that, you know, but it's like, it's like a brotherhood in there, yeah. you know? Um, and it's, it's awesome. Like, cause you know, we all go to work to, you know, we all joke around, like there's no better job, man. We get to help people every yeah. single day and, and all different types of people, you know? And it's, it's cool going to output because like you'll come in there, you know, on a given day and you'll have an NHL hockey player, an MLB, you know, a pitcher, yeah. or you'll have this like 40 year old who's lost like 30 pounds, right? you know, or you'll have somebody coming into the gym for the first time who's never worked out who needs to lose that 40 pounds. Yeah. So it's cool. Like seeing like all the different types of people come through the door every day. Yeah, man. You guys have uh, an amazing facility. Yeah. I appreciate it, man. Yeah. It's yeah, yeah. I've, uh, I've, I haven't been in there, but I've checked out like the pictures yeah. and, um, just kind of, kind of watched you guys like your progression over the past mm-hmm. year or so. And you guys have just been taking it to the next level. Man. Yeah. So yeah, we're 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 I'm planning like a, a, a one year like Instagram Facebook post that I'm gonna do and and I've so I've been looking at all like the old pictures, like when the when the building was like under construction, mm-hmm. you know, when we fr- when we had just like the kind of the bare bones layout of it and I was looking through all the old pictures, I'm like, Oh man, we come a long way. Like it yeah. looks a lot better now than it did, you know, not twelve months ago, nine months, now six you know, six yeah. months. Like it's it's crazy to see kind of the progression and where it's gone. Yeah, just constant, just always keeping adding, yeah. keeping adding, keeping yeah. adding, keeping um, adding. Yeah. 
we're and I think we're we're kind of right now at our almost to our limit at our current space. Yeah. Um, I know we're probably, you know, we've been actively thinking about, you know, expanding, whether it's in the current facility or opening like a second location. Oh, yeah. Um, constantly trying to figure out, you know, how we're going to make that work. Where are we going to do it? You know, how are we going to do it? What are we going to do? Um, yeah. Because, you know, if, if you're not, if you're not growing, you're, you're dying. Yeah, you really are, man. Yeah. Like, just, you can't be stagnant. Right. And, it, and, it, and I think we, we have a, we have a good team. Like, I think, you know, our guys are, you know we have we have some big aspirations mm-hmm. um i mean we want to make it the the mecca the of you know we want we want professional athletes to be flying in from out of town in their mm-hmm. off season to come work at our facility for a couple weeks yeah well you're um, well on your way yeah i know you know and, and, and if you're not dreaming big man like what are you doing yeah what you know like i mean i feel like if i feel weird talking about the shit that i want to yeah. do with people i do dude i do too <laughs> like honestly like just having said that right to you right now i'm like man some people are gonna probably gonna listen to that and be like dude you're a fucking idiot like no, i don't man. care dude you know like i do i have the biggest i'll talk to my wife about my goals sometimes she's looking at me like oh dude you are insane and i'm like you know it is what it is i gotta put these i gotta put these out there yeah man you know? like you have to man like I'll, I'll say things to people and i know they think i'm fucking crazy like yeah. even if it's not like financial or something like mm-hmm. i'll say like all the time like yeah i'm gonna live to 100 100 yeah. plus like yeah. no problem mm-hmm. that's what i'm gonna do mm-hmm. and people are just like what do you mean like you die at 70 like yeah like no bro like no. what are you talking about i got a long time left on this well, shit it's dude. like it's like law of attraction and something too. crazy happen, yeah right, right. But, but, it, but yeah. it's like it's like law of attraction i'm a huge believer in law of attraction oh yeah like you start talking about stuff and you you start you know verbalizing it thinking it and then dude it's unbelievable what kind of like what happens yeah. like i just dude i look at you know there's some personal things about me that i really don't want to get into on the podcast but you know like i'm sober mm-hmm. so i you know i had suffered big time with some drugs and alcohol stuff um got sober about two years ago congratulations and i appreciate it just less than two years and it was like right after that it was like two months after that is when that whole i got that facebook message about output exactly and i, I remember texting my wife being like and then when that started to kind of come i was like i knew it like i just needed to get sober and then things are going to start to fall into place yeah you know what i mean and it, and it going kind of going back to that law of attraction you start thinking things you start and then you start believing it and then yeah. they start to happen and yeah. it's like whoa like yeah, how, how did that happen just snowballs. I think yeah. that belief is like a, a crucial piece of that. Like if you yep. don't believe it for real, right, it won't happen. But if you believe it, it it's crazy. Like what starts to what How starts things, to happen? Yeah. You know what I mean? And in a short period of time, mm-hmm. like if two 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 and a half years ago, if you were to tell me I'd be where I am today, I'd be like, dude, you're full of shit. Yeah. No chance. Yeah. And I'm not. And I'm not even. I'm nothing right now. Like I'm not. It's not like I'm. Yeah. Like I'm not. And I'm far not far from where you were. Right. Far from where I was. Like near death. Like near divorce. All that stuff. And then now I'm sitting here, like, it's pretty crazy. Yeah. And I attribute a lot of that to, like, law of attraction, like, belief, like, and then just keep pushing, yeah, pushing, Yeah, just being pushing. positive. Like, yep. Choosing the inputs that, you know, you allow into your life. Mm-hmm. You know, cutting out negative people. Dude. Yep. I've had to do that, man, and it kind of kind of feels shitty at sometimes. Yeah. But it's just Wait, like. So, yeah, let's, let's, let's dive into this a little bit. I like this stuff. So, like, like five people, you know, you are the five people you yeah. surround yourself with. Like, I've got some people in my life. You know that I've cut out. I've got some people now that even like I could probably like separate a little bit more from. Yeah. So how do you like how do you go about doing that or like like have you cut have you cut some people out? Yeah, I have. Um, so I don't know if it's like a good or bad thing, but like mm-hmm. for me, like I've always kind of kept my circle really small mm-hmm. anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, so that kind of can make it really hard cutting certain people out. Yeah. But like, um, man, like I have yeah. There's there's one guy in particular who. Um, He's like an older guy, and like we've kind of been friends, and 
over the past like year or two, like we've kind of we've, we've become closer and just hanging out and stuff. Mm-hmm. And um, there was a time to where like so like a year ago. I got let go from um, like my corporate gig, and that's actually kind of what started this whole chain reaction. This was probably a month or two before I actually met you. Mm-hmm. Got let go from my job. I was there for like five and a half years, and then like that set this whole motion into effect of like changing the way I think about things. So like we were hanging out quite a bit, um, but then so yeah, like we were hanging out for probably like two or three months. So okay, let me back up. So I, I lost my job, and then, like, I took a contract, like, two weeks later, but it didn't start for, like, six weeks. So there was probably, like, two months to where I was just doing my own thing, which was really actually nice. So I was hanging out with him a little bit during that time, and um, and it was all right. And then, like, something bad would happen to him, and then, like, I'd try to help him out or something. And then, like, fast forward, like, a year plus later now, I probably, like, there's two or three instances I, I could think of where I, I would help him. But then, like, then there's always another thing. He just keeps shooting himself in the foot. It's just, like, at a certain point, dude, it's like, you're the fucking problem, bro. Right. Like, I I just realized, like, I can't keep helping him. And then, like, it's like, I'm going through my own shit, and, like, you still can't get your own shit together, too? It's like, I don't understand It's affecting this. you negatively. Yeah, so, yeah. like, he actually, I saw him maybe, like, the other day, and, like, I was talking to him, and it was just... Man, dude, I can't fucking catch a break, and dude, hate, yeah, this that, is bad, and that's bad, and I don't know if you saw a Joe Rogan clip about the I can't catch a break, people. Yeah, like, get yeah, the yeah, fuck yeah. away from get me, get away, dude. So and it's that's a cancer, I, dude. It's and that's a cancer, how I feel. Yeah. 100%. So like, I just slowly just kind of just stopped. I yeah. just stopped going over there. Like yeah. I just quit kind of talking to him, and like now when I see him, like it's real short. Yeah. Real, real short conversations. Yeah. You, you don't want to. Sh- I don't feel. I feel weird about. Yeah. That, no, but, but it's you, just dude, like you can't like like can't catch a break yeah well because you're probably always thinking about that so you're you're you that's what you see yeah you know i mean like i'm somebody who like i just try to like i try to go optimism positivity just like all the time. overload yeah you know dude. what i mean and, I, and it doesn't happen all the time i mean i'm definitely somewhat yeah exactly like you know you, you see you know you, i bitch and moan to my wife all the time you know but like i really try to go overload on like positive and op- optimism because I th- like I thrive on that. You yeah, know what I mean, and I can almost convince myself to see like the good in certain yeah, things. Yeah, yeah. Like you know, and I'm a huge like everything happens for a reason. Mm-hmm. You know, like when I was going through my struggles, you know, with you know substance abuse, um, like I I didn't see like okay this is gonna end up being for good. You know what I mean? Because I'm gonna I'm gonna wake up one day and I'm yeah. gonna be able to figure this out and it's all it's all it's all gonna come like full circle. Yeah, you yeah. know what I mean? Like, ha- when, but when I was in the middle of that, it was like this is hell. Like, why is this happening? Yeah, you don't like think about hey, this is happening for a reason. This is gonna bring you to yeah. you know where I am today. Right. Um. But you know, and, and I, I I can't stand being around the the, the people that are just con- like negative and right. You know, it's the like, world's well, against me, and you know, always. That's why it's dude. It's tough. Like. You know, I'm pretty big on Twitter. I like to, that's where I get like all my news. And I always have to unfollow these like, you know, like all the news stuff like CNN or Fox News because it's just always like the negative. There's, it's always bad. Mm-hmm. It's always like this person's bad, that person's bad, or like, you know, this happened, that happened. It's all negative. Right. You know what I mean? And, and you're like, that's why I feel like there, there's a lot of problems like in, in the world because like the, the news we're watching is all just all the bad stuff. Right. And that's constantly in your head. So you're, everyone's like, Oh wow, our world's in trouble. Like right. everything's bad. No, man. The go world outside. is good. Yeah, go outside. Like it's not as bad as like you're seeing sometimes. You know what I mean? But uh no, that's that's interesting. I always think it's it's tough to 
um, like if you have somebody like a close friend of yours and they're kind of like that, it's like, how do you like kind of like separate? Yeah. You know what I mean, it's tough, man. Like you just feel like a dick. You just, yeah. just kind of just have to just like cut that tie. I know. And I, uh, you got to do what's best for you. You really always, have to, man. You know? It's like, you know, it's like we're all dealing with negative shit, mm-hmm. but you know, if you're constantly focusing on the negative, that's what your life would be. I it's mean, your, your yep. thoughts truly do manifest into your reality. 100%. Dude. So like what you focus on, like I'm a big believer on the energy that you put out is the energy yeah. that you receive. Yep. So if you're always thinking about negative shit, like you're, that's what you're going to see. Yeah, that's dude. what's going to happen. It's, that's what's going to happen. Like, yeah. you're taking all that energy in. And it's going to affect the way you, in, like, you interact with the world. Like, 100%. I would, I, I would go over there, and he, uh, that particular guy is always watching the news. Uh-huh. Always watching the yeah. news. I'm like, dude, turn that shit off. Right. Oh, man, I, I only just watch it every now and then. Yeah. Every now and then is every time I see you. Right. <laughs> so right. it's this, like, right. dude, you're fucking up, like, the whole way you think about things. And yeah. I'm not necessarily sure. I kind of go at things a little bit more of like a stoic approach in the sense of like, I don't necessarily know if everything happens for a reason, but I just feel like some things just happen and it's how you react how to you them. React. And yep. if I feel like if you, if you have the right approach, like you, I feel like if you um, can have like gratitude and even the bad shit and search for the, and like search for the positive in there, because there, I feel like there is um, positive that can come from everything, mm-hmm. whether if it's the worst thing in the world, like you can find a way and you can choose to turn that into a valuable lesson and grow from it. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's, I mean, you just got to have that mindset. Yep. You know what I mean? hundred percent, hundred percent. It's a, it's an interesting topic. That whole, like, you know, the five, pe- you are the five people you hang around. I really believe that, yep. man. Um, and it's just like, I think, um, uh, my friend said this to me one time, um, because you mentioned, like, I've been doing a lot of traveling. And he goes, dude, you got to go places to go places. Right. Like, dude, you got to fucking go and meet people mm-hmm. and, and, and put yourself out there and, like, get into these positive environments and mm-hmm. connect with people that are, like, operating on, like, the same frequency as you are, you know? Like, yeah. on a higher vibration, like, not focusing on the petty shit. Like, focusing right. on the big goals, big man, trying picture. to change shit. Yep. 100%, man. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. For sure, man. So, um, I was going to ask you a question. I lost my train of thought. I went on that fucking ramble. I know, dude. That was my fault. I kind of encouraged it. <laughs> I, dude, I'm all about it, dude. Yeah. I'm all about it. Um, positivity is so important. But, yeah. yeah, I don't know if there is a good way to actually cut somebody off. You just yeah. got to do it. Just Yeah, yeah. I agree. It's not like ignoring their calls. You, you just like, make up excuses. Like, hey, dude, you want to hang out tonight? It's like, oh, no, I've already got this planned. You know yeah. what I mean? It's just like it is what it, you just You just, just start to wean them off. Yeah, yeah. You just kind of do that. I have a... a Man, a guy who's like a brother, and he's still like family to me, but we just don't really hang out as much anymore, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. Um, but um, like, I just kind of got to the point where like he was going through some shit, so like he believes that too. So he was, we talked about. It. He's like, man, I just kind of just separated myself from everybody while I was dealing with that because yeah. like I didn't want to bring everybody else down. Yeah. So I can respect that. And um, like, there's, I can remember the last time I reached out to him, like I called him, left a message, then text him. He never responded back, so I'm like, well, I did my part. Right. I guess that's it. Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? 100%, man. So it's just kind of just one of those things. How do you like to deal with that? Like, I mean. It's, it, it, I mean, it's tough. Like, I, I just, I try to be aware. Like, I try to be aware of of who I'm around, and, and I try to be aware of, like, my thoughts. Like, yeah. what, like what's going on. Um, 
like like at the gym like a lot of times we like as a trainer you always kind of joke about like yeah we're we're a, a coach but we're also like a life coach like yeah. a therapist Fucking like therapist. you know like like i come in there and like i see i maybe see like 17 to 20 people a day um and you're you're you know like that's part of your job you're like kind of hearing about like the bad in yeah, their, their life. life you know what i mean um which is another t- kind of interesting topic that i wouldn't mind like going into is like like instagram like social media stuff like you always kind of like see the best yes and i think it's interesting like like i'll get some people to come in and they're they you know they're just talking about like oh like i'm struggling right now like this is going on that's going on like i'm i'm really in a bad place and then like two hours later they're posting on instagram like Life is the greatest. Look the at best. my, look at me. I'm happy, you know? And I think it's tough. It's because, like, when you get in that, that rabbit hole of scrolling through that feed, you're seeing, like, the highlight of everybody. Or you're seeing somebody who's, like, traveling, who's here, and you're just like, oh, man, I'm not doing any of this. Like, yeah. my life sucks. But it's like, no, they're, they're, you're just seeing, like, the highlight. Yeah. You know what I mean? And our imagination starts taking over. Right. Dude, like. It's a dangerous place, man. I posted a video just right outside this. This is nothing, like, a spectacular. Like, it looks yeah. nice. Like, the trees, right. like. But, like, somebody, um, like, saw me swinging the mace right there. Mm-hmm. And, like, in their mind, they were, um, someone was telling me about it. Like, they thought, like, I was, like, in this, like, exotic fucking place. Like, yeah, it's just, no, it's just the woods of St. Louis. I'm just, like, in my patio in my apartment. <laughs> Like there's, right. like, there's nothing. But people, like like you said, dude, people will make it up in their head. They'll yeah. be like, oh, my God, he, he's got that view. Like, I don't have that view. Yeah. Or like, I don't have that life. I'm not in the, you know, the cool, like, jungle or whatever. It's like, yeah. no, dude, that's a, that's just the woods of St. Louis yeah, right man, there. Yeah, man, there's a little <laughs> creek there. It's right. like some apartment buildings around, right. dude. But it's like, yeah, we just start, we, we use our imagination. And maybe it's kind of fucked up, but I kind of use that to my advantage, right? I mean, don't we all? It's yeah. just like. It's like we're just playing on that, just these little clips. Like I just want people to, dude. Think, I'll, yeah, no, so yeah. Cool. Like, like, dude, I'll be the first to admit. Like, I'll try to manipulate like Instagram posts a lot. Like, just try to be like, like, look at what I'm doing. Yeah. It's kind of cool. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like, I, I do it all the time. Like, we all do. You know, and then I'll, I'll like post it. You know, and because I'll, I'll, I'll post something, I'll see somebody doing something cool. Like one of my clients will be doing something cool. Like, oh, I'm getting that, and I'm posting that, and then I'll kind of look back. I'll be like, man, like that might be like. Mis- like that might be looked at by somebody and be like, "Oh man, I can't do that." But it's like, well, they've been practicing that a lot, you know. Yeah, like, they don't and see all that yeah, and I'll kind of like be like, "Ah, you know, I'm dealing with my shit too, you know." Like, yeah, my life isn't isn't as good as I might portray it to be, like on Instagram, right? You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, I try to post my fuck ups on there too. Yeah, I, I don't do it as often, but like, um, I just posted. I, I've been working with the steel mace and mm-hmm. trying to do more flow stuff. So there's this guy named uh, Leo Savage. I'm mm-hmm. not sure if you're, you're familiar yeah, with him. Yeah. And um, dude, man, I met him down at On It this past weekend. Nope, yeah, dude, he is the most fucking just like genuine person. Like just immediately, just super authentic, just giving you one hundred percent. Just like I just really loved his energy. Yeah, humans get hum- We, uh, you know, I feel like people can spot, you know, a genuine person from a mile away. And yeah. you can, sp- and, and same thing, you can spot an ingenuous person yeah. from a mile away. And I think people love genuine, and people love like vulnerability, right? Because you you rarely see it. Yeah, like man. I'm, I'm attracted to people that are like, that are vulnerable. That'll talk because, dude, everybody's got their shit. Yeah, everybody's got, you know, baggage or everyone's got something that they're, you know, something going on in their family or their life, friend, whatever, a job. Yeah, and you know, I love the people that'll talk about it. Yeah, and, you know, and sometimes I go, oh, man, I'm like, a, I'm a super like almost overly open person. Like I will shit. Like if I got something going on, I will fucking, I will talk about it. Yeah, and sometimes like I'll be talking to someone and they'll be like. 
I'll kind of get that vibe of like, oh, you're not, you're not like me. You're not like that. Oh, you don't want to hear this right now. Or, or like I'll, pr- sometimes I, I pr- maybe pry a little too much. Like yeah. I want people to open up. Like yeah. show me like what's wrong with you. What's yeah. going on? Like, you know yeah. what I mean? Like, is there something there? You know, cause I want to help, you know, at the end of the day, I want to help. Like if I get a client who's a little quiet, like sometimes I'll, it gets a little awkward because I'll be like, what's wrong? What's going on? Like, yeah. tell me. And I'll, like, dive into, you know, things. Oh, you're depressed right now? Okay, well, like, why? Yeah. You know, and then you can tell they're like, no, dude, I'm not an, I'm not an open person. Like, yeah. <laughs> you know, and I'll be like. I'm trying to get better at, like, prying with people. Yeah, dude, it's tough. Them. It's yeah. tough. And I think, like, the way I do it, it's, it's sometimes a little bit, like, too much in your face because I'm, like, I'm transparent. Like, here we go. You know? Yeah. Yeah. I was addicted to, you know, to drugs and alcohol. You want to talk about it? Let's let's talk about it's like, it. Hey, I'm a human too. Like, yeah, like this here's is, this is me. Right, right, hundred percent. Um, but I'm always, I just want like openness. Like, yeah. let me hear. Let's. What's your baggage? You know. Yeah, man. Like, let's just be. Let's open figure it and, out and just like have a like genuine connection and, yeah. and just fucking build. We're all people. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like everybody is afraid um, to be flawed. Mm-hmm. And sometimes I feel like um, maybe in particular being, I've, I'm a broken record, I've said this a lot, a lot, but like being here in the Midwest where it's a very conservative area yep. and there's a very particular mindset on the way things should be. Mm-hmm. And if you don't fit that mold, yeah. like you fucking feel it. Right. You know what I mean? 100%. People will let you know. Oh, yeah. 100%. So it's like you start to feel bad yeah. about thinking different or being yeah. different and it's just like and that that can cascade into yeah dude that's funny you say that like i grew up um i went to my cds mm-hmm. from like sixth grade to uh sophomore in high school and like for for those of you guys that might not know micds very affluent you know it's expensive um it's and like a fucking college campus right it's like a you know it's it's beautiful but there's a lot of like you know to do people there um and i remember like even like within my circle of friends when I was like playing baseball or I was like opening a gym or like, what, what do you do for a living? Are you Dr. Lloyd? No, I'm a strength coach. It's like, what are you doing? Yeah. You know what I mean? And it's almost like looked down upon and it was like, yeah. Oh man. And that was like, that was tough for me. You know? Yeah. Like that was, you know, these are my group of almost like some of my group of friends. Like, what are you doing, man? Yeah. Why aren't you going into business school or why aren't you going, you know, right. to get your law degree? It's like, uh, I don't want to. <laughs> yeah, like you were you grew up with a with a peer set of like people that were like their parents were like making sure that they were going to be 100% at a very top level yep. of society. And there's goods and bads. Like, you know, I was around like a lot of successful people. You get to see a lot of good shit. A lot shit of good shit. Yep, yep. And these are all good people, but there's like there's almost sometimes like an expectation of, you know, are you going to be a doctor, lawyer or a successful businessman? Yeah. You know, and I, I don't know. I don't know what I like. You know, I own a gym. I don't know if you would call me an entrepreneur. I don't know what that, you know, like I, I hate I hate the people that are like, I, I'm an entrepreneur. Well, yeah. It's like, yeah, you know, so I, I guess I'm kind of like that, yeah. you know, but like, I, you know, I own a gym and, you know, I'm kind of doing some other I've got some other things that I'm kind of like working yeah. on, which, you know, like I feel awkward sometimes like telling some of my friends parents that. Cause they're like, oh, so you're not doing anything with your life, like no, just because I, stuff. yeah, just because I'm not in like, you know, insurance or I'm not a lawyer or a yeah, doctor, you're not <laughs> some Fortune 500, <laughs> right, like, right, at a fucking desk all right. day. But no, yeah, I feel like as people, we have a tendency to make things sound better than they really are. Yep. I have a hard time with that. I downplay almost probably to a fault. Yeah. Because I'm just like, yeah, I feel like, yeah, I did this. You can do it too. Like, it's not right. that big of a deal. Right. I do that with fighting a lot. Like, people, oh, dude, you fought, like, pro, and yeah, yeah. you did this. I'm like, yeah, man, like, I did that. Like, mm-hmm. that's cool. Yeah. <laughs> but, like, you could probably do that too. Like, it's not that hard. Like, right. 
Um, and not to downplay the successes, but it's just like, I mean, it just takes like just dedication and effort and you can really do it. So I just have a hard time downplaying, like, yeah. like up playing things because I think people make shit sound way better than it really is. Oh, hundred percent. Often, often. It's yeah. like, oh man, I'm the first to do this. It's like, yeah, that's cool. You, you, you ran a race. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Sweet. What's next? Yeah. Like <laughs> what's know? next? Let's not, let's not sit on that too long, man. Right. But, um. Where are we going? Did you see the uh, Joe Rogan podcast with Elon Musk? Did you listen to that one? I listened to it. Dude, that was wild. He is a very calculated man. Uh, uh, Elon? Elon. Yeah, like, yeah. It just, you were just, it's like, I don't know like, what the fuck he was thinking, but he was very yeah. deliberate Dude, I love. I, I was, I'm fascinated by him. I, was, yeah. I loved that podcast. That was awesome. It was a like, great wait, Like, where are we going? You know what I mean? Like, so in the in the gym, I got reached out to a couple weeks ago. It's this company in San Francisco, and they do, like, athlete, like mind training the athlete and it's like a it's like a virtual reality headset mm. and you can you're like in a virtual gym and you're like you know uh clicking a button when a ball try to try to get into a circle and it's like mind games and stuff oh. but i downloaded this app on there and it was like face your fears um and you can like you get yourself in a plane crash oh, shit. or you can like be like locked in a room with like rats and spiders and stuff and it's so real and you can also do like like you could put yourself in like a beach and I'm like, where is our world going? You know, it's Dude. like, it's crazy. Like, yeah. okay, so like one thing I think about, it's like, okay, like are people not going to go on vacation? Like, can you put a sandbox in your basement, strap up your virtual reality headset, have a fan blowing, and you're looking like out into the water and you're yeah. at the beach? You know? Yeah, I mean, because I guess at that point, I guess what is, um, I guess what's dictating your experience? Like what right. is your reality? Right. I mean, it is the mind. Yeah. Like it's definitely the mind. Um, yeah, maybe you got like a heat lamp. You can feel the heat, yeah. the wind. Well, that's a, and that's kind of the stuff they they started to go off on Elon and, and Joe on that podcast. And I just yeah. was listening. And I was like, man, where are we going? And where are we gonna be in like twenty years? Like, look at where we were like forty years ago. Oh yeah. To now, and like, I mean, where computers used to be the size of a room, right? And then now they all fit in our pocket. In our pocket, and yeah. everybody's got one. Mm-hmm. It's crazy. Like, in, in, in the the more techno- technology we get, and the smarter people get. Um, the faster it goes, yeah, you know. So I'm I'm excited to see like wh- it's <laughs> where we're going. Those are people that are far smarter than me, dude. Those guys are geniuses. I don't yeah. know how I necessarily feel about um kind of like the uh, like the merging uh-huh. of the technology with like us, yeah. Um, like on a on a like biological level, but I mean we're already kind of doing that anyway. But like I'm not, I don't know. It's, it's interesting. It's interesting because like, have you seen like some people have already like gotten implants and shit like at their jobs to yep. like to buy stuff in the cafeteria and whatnot. Right. It's like right. I don't know if I can do that. I know. Yeah, it's an it's an you know, and that's you know, hopefully there'll be some like government like I know Elon or Joe were talking about like government regulations with certain things, but it's. I mean, if it gets like some of this technology gets in the wrong hands, man, yeah. we could be, <laughs> could be Dude, some I, trouble. I wonder, like, what is like what technology do we have that we just don't know about? Right, right. Because I feel like the military tends to have a lot of fucking technology that mm-hmm. doesn't get released to the public yeah. until like two decades after they've already right. had it. It's just right. like, so what do they fucking have? I know that is the question, stupid. What's what's coming out? What's what are we? Where are we going to be in 10, 15, 20 years? Yeah, how are we going to implement this to help clients? Yeah, exactly, exactly. No, I, sorry for getting on a rant there. I just think that stuff's fascinating. It, no, it is fascinating stuff, dude. That Elon Musk one was was great, man. Like, um, uh, 
him talking about the tunnels mm-hmm. and uh he was saying that uh, he's like yeah i mean we'll just create like a vacuum and then you have like a mag levitator and you go as fast as you want yeah i was like well how fucking fast is that dude? yeah like, and, I'm, <laughs> and i'm also thinking like wow you are a lot smarter than i am man <laughs> yeah man i'm just not that smart no that's okay though that is okay. did you get good grades in school no. I, well, I got all right grades. So I passed, like, I mean, A's and B's. Mm-hmm. Um, I wasn't, like, a bad student. But, like, I think back, I need to, I want to go see. Like, my ACT score in high school was, like, like a 21, maybe. Yeah, I, think. I was 18. Yeah, I That's think the first time so I took bad. it, it was 19. Uh-huh. And then I think the se- I took it twice. And I think the second time I got it to 21. And it was just, it was not good, yeah. dude. Dude, I was the worst student, the worst test taker. Yeah, and I would, oh man, it, like school for me was bad. Yeah, like, I, I just I, I remember like it was just it was tough because I was so um, like self conscious about it too. Yeah, like I would get bad grades and I was kind of like a little bit of a joke around. Like everybody knew like I did terrible. Yeah, and it, I was like so self conscious. I like literally spent like my high school and college years like in class staring down at the sheet and like praying to God like please don't call me, please don't call me, please don't yeah. call me. You know, dude, I um. I fucking use my social abilities well, and I think about it. I would always, <laughs> I always find kids to help me. Uh-huh. <laughs> like, Heck yeah, dude. Same here, dude. I Same, was, dude. Freshman. That was how year, I survived. <laughs> freshman year for like math class, I had this one guy. I would meet him after first hour. I'd get his homework. He'd let me yeah. copy it. I uh-huh. get back to him third hour. Right. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> and then like I had this other kid. Or schmooze like teachers, you know? Yeah, like, dude. Just use just pass your me. social abilities. Just me. like how, help how can me. I get you to, you know. How yeah. can I get you to like me so you'll just pass me? Yeah, dude. Like, I didn't really start appreciating learning until after I uh, graduated, like, uh, with my undergrad. Yeah. I didn't appreciate learning until I found something I wanted to learn about. Yeah. You know what I mean? So like, when was that for you? Um, I mean, honestly, after college. Yeah. Like, I started, you know, like, and, and like, listening to, like, and, and figuring out, like, the best way I learn. Like, I love podcasts. Mm-hmm. I love reading, like, uh, I love, love reading, like, short form, short form articles, like a one-page article, like, mm-hmm. about, like, a, you know, a strength, you know, like, exercise or strength conditioning. Yeah. Um, but I also love, like, learning. I like just hearing people talk. Like, very yeah. audio, like, learner. Yeah. You know what I mean? But I didn't find anything, like, I just, I wasn't a big learner. I was never a big reader growing up. Mm-hmm. Um, because I, I just didn't care. I never found anything that I really, like, wanted to sink my teeth into. Growing up, it was, like, baseball. Yeah. And I went to the batting cage. I would hit, hit, hit over and over and over. And I loved it. I loved, like, working out, you know? Mm-hmm. And it wasn't until, like, after college when I figured out, like, okay. And I also kind of like this, like, business, entrepreneurship, like, realm thingy. I don't, you know, I don't know what it is, this yeah. genre. And so I'm like, or, like, motivation, like the Andy yeah, Frisellas, the Gary Vaynerchuks, Tim Ferriss, like, that type of stuff, self-improvement. Yeah. Like, I, I love that stuff. And I love hearing it. I love learning about it. Yeah. Um, you know, I listen to some of those guys, and I try to regurgitate that. You know, mm-hmm. with, with some of my, you know, with like my clients, even like, you know, if they don't solicit my advice on it, I'll, I'll give it to them. Regardless. <laughs> yeah, because I'm practicing. I'm learning. <laughs> what did you study in college? Uh, majored in communications and then minored in uh, physical education. Okay. Um, so, which I'm glad. You know, yeah. the communication thing, it, it was interesting. Like, you know, I'm not going to sit here and say, like, I got a lot out of out of college and my education because, I mean, I was literally just trying to pass. Mm-hmm. And I was a I was a baseball player in college. That's all I cared about. And partying and hanging with friends. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, communications. Um, but it was, in, you know, you learn a lot about, you know, like, messages and, like, how people communicate. Um, so that, that was, like, kind of a good, like, start to, like, some of the things that, that I'm interested in now, like, communication yeah like how are we 
um, talking to one another or communicating with one another. I think it's interesting now. Like, I'll, dude, I'll train, I train some, like, high school athletes or some high school kids. And, dude, they communicate with their friends on Snapchat. Like, they don't even text. They just, like, yeah. send, like, s- selfie snaps and then, mm-hmm. like, put a little message. Like, you know, I'm at the gym. What are you doing? Yep. And I'm like, a lot of whoa, kids do that. where are we? Yeah, Snapchat. that's interesting. And I'm not saying it's bad or wrong. It's just, like, interesting. Yeah, it's an interesting, way, like, place that we're going. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, my youngest brother, uh, he just got Instagram, but for the longest time, he only had Snapchat. Yeah. That was it. Like, right. That's just what they're doing. Like, no face. Um, I think I heard somebody say, and I don't know if it's true. I didn't, I didn't look it up. Mm-hmm. But, like, um, something like 40% of millennials have, like, gotten off of Facebook. Yeah. Or something like that. Like... There's not yeah like if you look at Facebook it's all it's a lot of older people I think the average user of Facebook is like forty something really I yeah. despise it nowadays like I don't yeah. like to get on there like yeah I mean I, I just use it like business wise yeah you know what I mean like I'll we'll we'll do like some Facebook stuff like with ads and yeah um you know to try to reach people but like I'm not really on like my personal face like Instagram I'm all over Instagram I'm I love Instagram shit, um, you get I, those dopamine hits I know man. dude yeah exactly it's so true my my Instagram like people talk about like dopamine hits like I don't I don't give a shit about like likes like I care like I, I never look I don't give a shit about likes but like I'll get a dopamine hit when I post a post and like oh that was a good one yeah and I'm like okay cool or like I'll see like the views like 300 people saw that I'll be like awesome yeah. if I post like a good message. Yeah, a good one, and I'm, I get that dopamine. I'm like, awesome, and then I'll see like, oh, three, four hundred people saw that, like, awesome. Yeah, I like that, and um, it's 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 less about the likes and more about the engagement. Engagement. I is like huge. the engage. It's like, man, can I can I entice somebody to actually engage with yeah. me right there? You yep. know, like, did I did I hit a chord with them? Mm-hmm. And if I can do that, I'm just like, man, that's awesome. Yeah. I've had a few people tell me on there, like, dude, you should write a book, and like, yeah, like that's, that's cool. a plan, yeah. like in the future, that'd be cool. But it's like, it's kind of cool to get that feedback that people can see me doing yeah that. And, and watch other people like you know i always like you know not that i'm not trying to plug anybody like first form like look at their employees and their their athletes they do it right they get so much engagement yeah, like they're in and, and, and like like a lot of them you know they post you know they're they're pretty out there with their posts and mm-hmm. it's a lot of like you know and i i'm not a big fan of myself like on camera talking and stuff like that but like if you look at some of their posts they get so much engagement yeah you know what i mean um, and I think that's, that's really interesting. Cause like I look, I'll, I'll post stuff and a lot of like the stuff I do on Instagram is literally just like, I hope I'm providing value, but it's not stuff that like people might engage on. Like, it's just me posting a video of like, here is a 25 year old woman who looks pretty good. Who's doing, you know, squats and deadlifts and right. this and that, like maybe, you know, there's another girl out there who sees that and like, okay, I'm going to start doing that. Right. You know what I mean, but like, if you watch these, like f- these first one people, man, they just have it down. They yeah. get engagement. They've got tens of thousands of followers. Yes, yes, you know? yes, yes. I mean, obviously, it helps to have that backing of that brand that's mm-hmm. been built. I mean, that's yep. a fantastic brand. Yep. Um, but, yeah, do they just do it right. Like, you can tell it comes from a genuine place. Um, they're consistent with it, yeah. right, constantly putting out good content. Um, and they have a great leader in Andy. I mean, yeah. dude, Andy Frazella, for the folks who are listening, if you don't know who he is, go check him out, man. He has an amazing podcast called The MFCEO Project. Um, co-host with my guy Vaughn Vaughn he's one of my clients he's the Von man Taylor. He's Von, yeah Vaughn Swoller he's my guy <laughs> DJ DJ God. yeah exactly <laughs> I love no, that guy. no but like it's it's crazy too and like I've got you know since we opened Output we, we do a lot of the the first form video shoots we have a lot of their athletes there um, a lot of their employees will come and work out and so I've gotten to know them and they are the exact same like in person as they are on their Instagram and their yeah. videos like they are these like motivated educated like 
people that want other people to succeed. Yeah. Um, and it's amazing. Like, you know, I, I know Andy always gets this question, like, how do you build that culture? And I, you know, I wonder, like, how do you, how has he done that? Like, how has he, how does he rallied? Like, how has he gotten, like, some of these guys, like, Aaron Subners, Will Grumke, like, some of these, these employees, like, these awesome, Jared Bond, like, how has he gotten these amazing people into, his, like, his company? Yeah. You know what I mean? I want to figure that out. Like, how, do, I, you I know? I think it's literally just been him being his authentic On self. The, yeah. And just being, like, you know, having Yeah, dude, team. that's such, like, when you're your authentic self, like, you attract, you're going to attract the right people. Yeah, man, he's just always been himself, like, um... Uh, like I said, I, I had the like is do I look back on the opportunity to having been able to like work with Andy. Mm-hmm. Um, I worked at his company, Subman Superstore, in two thousand nine, two thousand ten, and like at that time, he like he was still doing all the interviews. So like I interviewed with him and going to like the t- like the team meetings and stuff, and like kind of getting getting to witness him at that point and like seeing kind of like they've already they had already been in business since ninety nine at that time, mm-hmm. so they're already ten years in. Yeah, but. Um, I mean, you'll hear him talk like that first 10 years was like just learning. And it wasn't until that 10 year mark that they started really picking up Mm -hmm. a lot of steam and just boom, right where they are now. So at that time, dude, like interacting with Andy and like seeing him now, like it's the exact same fucking person. Like he's always been himself and he's just like, he's just very real. He's like, dude. And then like, he'll just give it to you. Yeah. And then like, that's very like motivating. I feel like. I said before, like the energy you put out is the energy you receive. Yeah, people, like people are attracted to that. People are attracted to that like genuineness. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah. Um, and it, but it's hard sometimes to be genuine. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like I try, I try, like you know, I try to be the most genuine I can. Like, but then I'll post like an Instagram. I'll be like, man, I think I might have had some ulterior motives with that Instagram. Like I want, I just wanted to show like this person doing something cool. You know what I mean? Like that's not really providing any value. It's hard. It's hard to be. Um, you know, to be like genuine and real sometimes. Yeah. Well, I think that's okay. Because you want you want to show like the best. But isn't that real too though? Just sometimes we just right. want to post cool shit. Yeah. 100%. Like we just want to be cool. Like we yeah. want to feel cool. Like yeah. that's like a valid thing. Like I've heard Andy talk about that. Yeah. Like yeah, dude, that's a problem to be yeah. solved. Like we right. we want to be cool. Yeah. I'm just like, is that a real problem? But then like I'll watch like Shark Tank or something, mm-hmm. and like some of these things that they had. This one thing sticks out in particular. It was like. Uh, like a spats for men or some shit, and it had like like fake ass implants, or maybe it was like fake yeah, chest yeah, yeah. implants. It was like a shirt or something. Either way, right. the purpose was to make I, it, make dudes feel cool about themselves. Yeah. And I'm just like solving a problem. That's a fucking problem. I guess <laughs> yeah, have, yeah, dude, they're solving it. Yeah, man, but that shit's super encouraging. So like, I think back to then when like first form, dude, they only had at that time they had level one. Mm-hmm. I think they had three flavors: chocolate, vanilla, and strawberry. Yeah, they had ignition. Uh, well, yeah, they had Ignition, mm-hmm. and those were the only two products whenever I started there. And then they added Formula One, Yep. and then, and then that's whenever I left. But I remember, like, at that time, I just graduated uh, with my undergrad, and I moved to Texas, but I was, like, in, in the back of my head, I was like, man, like, this is the ground floor of something amazing. Yep. I probably should stay here, but I didn't. It's just life and shit. Mm-hmm. But, like, to see that and to see where they are now, that's, like, the most encouraging thing it's in unbelievable. the fucking world. It's like, I know. Like, that's a real person. Yeah. And... They just they just did shit and yep. here they are today. And now like, he's flying around in private jets. He's driving Lambos, Ferraris. Like that dude made it. You know dude, what I mean? Yeah, yeah. And like he's and he's still making it. Like he's. I know. Like <laughs> he he would hear somebody say you made it and be like, no, nope, nowhere near where. where well, I he's be. he's he's definitely mastered 
the the money game of life. Yeah. You know, there's a lot of aspects to it, um, but he's definitely um, he's got that aspect down mm-hmm. for sure. Hundred percent. You know what I mean? So that's just super encouraging to see that and to know that we can do that here in St. Louis, dude. Yeah. And like you've like your gym has, has built that connection with with that company. So yeah. How have you guys? How'd you go about making so, that? So yeah. So I mean, so you know, I, I listened to the MFCO project before we started output. I was a big fan, and I you know I saw what what he was doing. Yeah. Um, and I knew like he you know supplements like it's supplement fitness it's it's kind of a similar like they're like cousins yeah you know industry wise so when we opened output i was like we've got to find a way to get like first form going dude that's, um, that's yep. the name one the of city. my business partners paul is really good friends with this uh nick white he's a, a you know one a world-class power lifter he's yeah, a first I form athlete him. yeah dude, i follow you guys close dude yeah. I, I see the people coming through dude there, yeah but i mean we got got some, some good yeah shit world, so he's a world-class power lifter first form athlete yeah um and he i mean he's one of our he's one of our guys like i love nick such a good dude too um but before i got to know him paul was telling me about him i was like oh first form like we need to get him in here and so we, I started to get really, um, like get some of these first form people in there when Nick White did his, uh, he did like an athlete photo shoot and uh-huh. they had the whole first form, um, you know, content team come out and they filmed him. They loved the gym. They love, you know, natural light, all this other good stuff. Yeah. It was a perfect place to shoot. So we're like, can we, you know, bring some other athletes here sometime? I was like, yes. So yes. we've just completely opened our doors to anything and any, everything first form. Um, absolutely and the amount should. right and the amount of like and it's a kind of a good business lesson i guess it's like the amount of um exposure we've gotten you know they had a uh the summer smash we, yeah, yeah you know it, you know it's it's petty we you know we made probably 40 bucks but like four people um came in and did a 10 dollar drop in just because they wanted to come and work out output where the first form athletes have been absolutely and it's like whoa this is like kind of cool you know and like output you know every time like first form will post a video and they'll tag us you know of one of their athletes at our gym, like we immediately get a bunch more followers. So it's, it's kind of like building your brand. You know, you want to be associated with successful brands. Yeah. That's how you, I mean, that's how you build, I mean, your own value. Yeah. And I, and I've just gotten really close with, you know, with some of their guys on their content team and some of their Mm -hmm. employees. And like I said, man, they're just all good people. You know, they're like in the beginning, it was kind of like a business, like relationship type thing where it was like, okay, how this is going to help me out. This is going to help output out. Um, but now it's like, wait a minute, these dudes are like, these are good dudes. Like, yeah. I like these guys. Yeah. When like, did that shift happen for you? When I started to like kind of realize, oh, these are good dudes. The yeah. second I met them, for yeah. the, you know, in person. Yeah. Th- these guys aren't just fake on their Instagram. These are real, like, genuine good dudes. Yeah. Yeah. And then at that point, it was just like, all right, man, like, let's let's build something. Yeah. 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 And I, and you know, like I said, man, it's just they're just they bring a good energy when they come into the gym too. Like I know they've come in a couple Saturday mornings and. I mean, they get after it, and the energy they have in there, it, like, elevates, like, our clientele. Nice. Like, we'll have, like, 10, 15 people in there working out, and they'll be like, look at those first-form people over there just getting after it. Yeah. It's, like, it's inspiring. It's it's good stuff. Do they do a lot of, like, CrossFit-type workouts? Yeah, I know, like, some of those guys. Yeah, there's a lot of CrossFit. There's some powerlifting. I mean, they've got a guy, Sean McDonough, who came in. He He's, like, I want to say he's probably 215, 220 pounds, and he tried to pull 800 pounds. He pulled like 750. Yeah. And then he tried to pull. I mean, he's just like pound for pound, probably the strongest dude I've ever strong seen. motherfucker. I dude. mean, dude, like deadlifting <laughs> that kind of weight at a body weight of like 215, it's unreal. So they do like powerlifting, a lot of CrossFit. I feel like they're really into that, like that mindset, like how far can I push this? Yeah. How can I get myself kind of find that line and then go past that line yeah. of like comfortability? Yeah. 
Yeah, I can definitely identify with a piece of that. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if that's like my favorite style of training. Yeah. Yeah. But you gotta find yeah, and like like we talked about earlier when we first started, man, it's finding out what works for you. Right. I go back and forth, dude. I'll do some powerlifting stuff, I'll do some CrossFit stuff, I'll do some mind like okay, how can I just kill myself in the gym right now? Yeah. And then I'll do like uh like yoga, bodybuilding or whatever. Yeah. You know, it's kinda of whatever I'm feeling. Yeah, I like to find just like uh it's like just trying to find that that balance yeah. as far as, you know, like opening up the body, getting that mobility and mm-hmm. like trying to find some sort of practice that's almost like a like a I guess all forms of exercise can be like a meditation, but yeah. just something to kind of really slow down the body to where you're not really killing it mm-hmm. every day, but then mixing in those workouts yeah. to where it's like Fi- you're really hitting finding it. out what works for you and yeah. finding out what's sustainable. You know sustainability I mean? is sustainability man sustainability longevity yeah um i've i've kind of found that um a lot of my approach has been geared towards just um uh not necessarily like uh max performance but just just being able to uh just operate in life just to the best of my ability and then just being able to go like and move into advanced age gracefully you mm-hmm. know what i mean and 100% and still be able to do what i'm doing now at like 70 yeah maybe a little bit modified, so what's right? what's what's your like what's like the long term goal fitness wise or like when i say fitness or like life wise like like is your goal like you know you mentioned earlier like live to 100 plus yeah like is that that's your like that's kind of like what you're thinking about when you're you're you know, eating and working out and stuff like how can i live the yeah. longest that yeah. that's dude that's definitely in the back of my mind too right now like so tomorrow I'm maxing on my bench press and I'm trying to get 300 pounds. So that's been a big thing for me the last that's couple huge. months. I know, dude. I've never done it, and I think it's a big deal. And then you go into into my, you know, into the gym and some of the guys we have in there, are like a 300 pounds, is like their warm up. But it, you know, so it is. But but for me, that's like a big deal. And it's something I've been am going. But I feel like also at the same time, like when my workouts, my nutrition, and my lifestyle right now is definitely geared toward like I want to be playing like catch with my great grandson yeah you know what i mean you know when i'm 90 years old yeah i want to be like physically there mentally there yeah um you know to be able to you know live a live a quality life for a long ass time yeah i've really shifted definitely towards longevity and just like at this point really just like fixing all of those like uh imbalances that i have Mm -hmm. and um and just uh just increasing those ranges of motion yeah like all those places that i'm tight i just don't have like the the proper range of motion Mm -hmm. like that's what i'm really focusing i've been focusing probably the past year like opening up my hips but then i realized well i gotta go fucking lower than that like i gotta start with my ankles because my ankles are so tight yeah it's like start your start your feet and then work your way up that kinetic chain definitely and then just kind of fix it from there so yeah just focused on just having that longevity yep it's kind of where my mindset has been 100 and uh that's kind of one of those things that's really hard to to teach people yeah it's it's a lifestyle it's yeah. a long game it's yeah. it's t- it's tough to teach it's tough to like to think about because everybody wants you know it now yeah you know you want it now um and it's it's not like that nothing it's a, happens yeah, overnight f- right fitness nutrition like it's a, it's a what's sustainable and what can i do long term right right dude so this has been an awesome conversation yeah what uh what's next for uh for output or what's some what's some of the cool things you guys got going on or is there anything that you want to yeah yeah so i mean i mean we're we're, yeah like like right now we're 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 trying to figure out how to how to how to expand our our building you know right now we got 4200 square feet um i don't know if we're going to try to expand within our our current location or if we're going to try to open up a second location Mm -hmm. um but we're we're looking to you know like i said man we're we want to go big where can Um, people find you if they want to come check out your gym yeah so we're at uh 1429 strassner 
um, in Hanley Industrial, um, Brentwood, Missouri. Yep. Um, Instagram uh, at Output Performance, and then my personal ones at S B E A T H S B E T H. Um, you can kind of kind of follow some stuff there. Output. We post a lot of uh, a lot of our athletes, and then on mine, I post um, a lot of different things like just random exercises that I have people do. Yeah. Um, so it's uh, it's all good stuff. Yeah, yeah, man. You guys got a lot of great things going on. And I'll make sure to put um, all your socials and everything in, cool. in, the, uh, in the notes so people can get a hold of you. Definitely. Um, sweet, man. Yeah, awesome. hey, I appreciate you. Yeah, man, I had a blast. This was, uh, this was fun. Yeah, dude, this was a great time. We'll have to try to do it again. For sure, dude. All right, brother. All right. Peace. Man, these things just keep getting better and better. I guess this is how progress works, though, right? You suck at something at the beginning. And not to say that I'm good yet, but... I'm not as bad as episode one, like that's for damn sure. And Stu was a fantastic person to speak to. He, ah, man, I feel like the people I have on the podcast speak a thousand times better than me, which once, which makes me want to elevate my game. Um, so I'm just gonna keep having these people on, and uh, hopefully you guys keep enjoying them. And uh, yeah, regardless, they're gonna keep coming. So. As always, guys, check out Jumbo Superfoods. Use the link that I have in the notes. And it helps support the podcast. I really appreciate that. Um, and on that note, let's get to today's song. And I want to say that not every song that I play uh, during this outro is something that I'm necessarily a fan of. I appreciate people's hustle. I'm glad you guys are out there making music and being creative and doing your thing and following your fucking passion. So I want to spread that. So send me in your music. I will play it, whether it's my cup of tea or not. So keep that in mind. This song is called uh, No Days Off by Boss Click. Check it out. Business. They think that 
it, I'm a lollipop. These girls wanna leave, but I'm a hustler, so I'm getting up my DT. For your boy, hella flow, dirty when I'm spitting. Work hard, not to fire like a big boat. If you want your family eat, it's no days old. I'm a hustler and a grinder, I'ma pay the cost. If you want your family eat, it's no days old. Work hard, not to fire like a big boat. If you want your family eat, it's no days old. I'm a hustler and a grinder, I'ma pay the cost. If you want your family eat, it's no days old. When I'm spitting, you know I'm in another stratosphere. St. Louis born and raised, take me to another year. And I got that crown on my head like they won beer. And the struggle is real, you ain't getting none here. Fly in the lyre, really dirty, that's a dream of mine. Boy, in the loo will stick you up like a porcupine. Rappers talking about they from the hood, boy, they really lying. Even though times have got hard, I'ma keep trying. Work hard, not to fire like a big boat. If you want your family eat, it's no days old. I'm a hustler and a grinder, I'ma pay the cost. If you want your family eat, it's no days old. Work hard, not to fire like a big boat. If you want your family eat, it's no days old. I'm a hustler and a grinder, I'ma pay the cost. If you want your family eat, it's no days old.